Hey there, guys, and welcome back to Good to Meet You. On today's episode, we'll discuss the blessing and curse of the open heart. I feel very strongly about this topic because I feel like there's a... I'm wrestling with it, and the way I wrestle with things sometimes is to talk them through. It gives me a better comprehension of what it is, but ultimately it gives us a place to work from. And uh, so we'll we'll discuss what it is to have an open heart, what that means for me in my life, and how uh, how we might be able to cultivate an awareness for what that means and uh, what we can do with it as we proceed. I hope you enjoy today's episode. One thing I know for sure is love is rampant in my heart, and I don't say it lightly. I know that um, people say, oh, I love you all the time. Love, love, love. But in the last couple of months, and certainly right now in, in my life, love has been overrunning the very nature of my experience. And in an effort to be free from my clinging, I have figured that I could love everybody. And I feel elated every single day because I recognize what it is to be open. I recognize what it is to have an open mind and not just to be open in my life, but to be open to other people's perspectives. I've always been that way, I think. Now it is different. Now I have the freedom to receive people as they are. So I've learned a couple of things. I've learned a lot of things about myself, about other people. But the thing that I have learned are that I'm not this body. I think that I've mentioned that in the past, but I will state it again for the record. I am not this body. And I am a soul. I am most definitely a soul. I've heard the call. The call of what? That is still up for debate. I had, uh, let's finish these. I've got a path. My path, as it stands today, is, is always unfolding. But it is right in front of me at all times. I had an amazing talk with uh, a friend, an old friend, Mary Murray, Mary Van Pham. She's amazing. Uh, I've known her for years, since I was in a sophomore or a junior in high school. I jumped her fence, and she lived next door to me. But she is a, an, a holistic healer, and I feel like that's not even doing her a credit to call her just a holistic healer. She, she just comprehends energy on a different level. And so we had a very deep... We probably hung out yesterday. We went to Trust here in San Diego for probably four or five hours. Four hours for sure. But we... We did a lot of talking, and I know for her, she doesn't believe necessarily, and this is this is hearsay, and maybe she'll correct me. I hope she does. She doesn't believe that her path was defined, and I think that all the things that we experience are just the next step to get us to where we need to go, and she, she specified to me that she felt like um, the path she had a decision 
and decide or not, she is here. You know, she made it to this place exactly where we are now. And her life has changed for the better. But we've all got a path. And I know I have a path. Whatever that path is, I'm very excited about it. And you've got a path. And your path is not necessarily the same as mine. And that's great. I think we all could learn something from walking our own path without looking at other people to see if they're more advanced or they're better in some way. Because I don't think that's how growth works. I don't think it works by checking to see if someone has more or comparing. Comparison is a thief of the present. And I believe that. I believe that that's true. The last thing I know is that there is a divinity within our comprehension. And that's real. That divinity, we feel it. And that's new. You know, I didn't always know that. I knew there was something, but did I know it was, did I know it was this big? Maybe not. But there is something bigger. Some people have names for it. Some people call it the Tao. Some people believe it is uh, the presence of, of a god. And what god is totally up to you. I, ah. Uh, I know that that is a challenge, and people face that constantly. And I know that I am not in a place where I'm wrestling with that issue. But there are some questions. I have a lot of questions. But a couple that I thought of while I was sitting down to record this were, why doesn't everyone feel this way? Why doesn't everyone feel the same way? And I know that we're all on different paths, so everyone's got a different challenge in the pursuit of knowledge and in the pursuit of what it is to be um, on this plane of existence. And uh, our spiritual paths are different. It's all just different. So there's no, no one to blame for why someone doesn't feel the same way as me because we're all just at different levels but i can't stop thinking about it because i feel like oh well if we're all if we're all going to be together and we're all at the same place and we all love the same love then shouldn't we all feel the same way and some people are not open enough to have that and that's fine too where does the path lead was my next question and it made me wonder, is there a place to go? Because it seems to me that we're, we're here for a long time. Like, the last couple of months, especially the last month, is most assuredly the longest month and a half of my life. For sure, the last month and a half has been the longest month of my life. <laughs> Because every day I'm here, and so the, the ability to be present and accounted for and totally engaged, not even in a bad way, by the way, it's where does the path lead? Uh, Ram Dass says, we're just going to sit around the fire forever, you know, sit around watching the fire. 
it's just good to be here and i guess the path is just existing in it and um finally my last question that i thought about where does this elation stem from i feel elated all the time but where does it stem from love is the answer that initially came up but is it love or is it faith or is it just joy to be alive the realization that what i'm experiencing is just the reality of being and i've never felt so good to be alive you know it's a weird place to sit from and what I told Mary last night was, I feel like shouting it from a mountaintop, like, love, love, love. But what what I can't contain, and I, I tried asking a question, which was like, well, <laughs> how, do you, how do you focus that? Because I love so much, and I'm so open, and that's why it's a blessing, because I'm just, I feel so available that anyone I talk to I'm just a mirror to them. I'm just, ah, oh, I feel so good and I don't feel bad. Kenny asked me, even when we were doing our podcast, do you ever have times when you're depressed, episodes where you're depressed? And I could say no, because that's not something that I experience. But like, it's a blessing to have such an open heart and to be so loving to all the things like I, I love the outside I love this tree that's sitting in front of me you know the the roof over my head but also you know the dirt on the ground and the bugs that are in it I just love it all but I feel like I want to just exclaim don't you see look at all this beautiful world around you it's all here it's all here but some people never break out and see that it's all a blessing even the bad stuff because that bad stuff is is still growth that's where you grow and even the bad stuff is is growth even the bad stuff is progress even if you don't like it like my car oh man if uh if you follow me on instagram you probably know my car has had a bad week the ac's out i drove to phoenix over the weekend but then the air conditioner was out and then they told me it would be $1,200 to fix it. And then that was on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, when I picked the car up from Katie's place and drove it home, my tire was just Swiss cheese. I ran over a nail and then I had to go and get it replaced. Luckily, pretty inexpensive, $40 for the for a replacement used tire. It's actually better quality than some of the tires that are already on there. But what I recognized was that it's all just part of the plan, you know? This is all, it's fine. It's fine. What am I going to get upset about? The tire running over a nail? That's not my fault. That's no one's fault. It's the nail's fault. Are you going to blame an inanimate object for something that you couldn't control? You just happen to be in the time and the place when that nail was, met your tire and they were bound to meet. It happens. Even the bad stuff is a blessing because I got to, number one, I got to just recognize the great guy that lives up the street that was able to replace my tire for me within 10 minutes. I mean, I was like, oh, can I, I should just take a lunch. He's like, I'm literally going to be done in less than five minutes. And it was within 10 minutes for sure that he was done and just exceptional. But 
I got to experience that. And, you know, even even trying to get the car fixed so I can try to sell it is, you know, even the struggles are our blessings. And the curse, this is, you know, there's, I said that the curse of the open heart and the curse is not about the heart being open. You know, the problem stems from the limit. You're sitting around in the bliss because that's all you can do. You are just in the bliss and the bliss is within you and all the people are within you and you just feel ecstasy at all times because anytime I interact with somebody, I'm just like, wow, hey, you know, it's, we're here. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't stop, but that's all we're doing. And the limit is the problem. The problem is that I am a witness and I may dip back into Zachness, the self, but you're all, I'm always me and you're always you. And there's a desperate desire to be one with you with and within me. And you just can't answer a question logically because some questions, especially when you're talking about div the divine, you know, the, the, whether it's God or whatever, you try to expect a response and that, that's just not going to happen. Because you can't ask questions of the divine and expect a response that is a mind response. It's not going to speak to your intellect because your intellect doesn't comprehend spirit. Only your soul knows the truth. And that's why when we, when we read something that really resonates with us, it's your mind is not thinking of the words your soul is reading you know you like your eyes might be reading it your body might be interacting with it but you are consuming it you are processing it not in the mind but in the soul right i i think that and you might have a diff you might have a different opinion and that's fine too because you might be stuck in the mind and if you're not and if you're actually there in the faith in the soul and really seeing it from a truly objective you know perspective wherever you're sitting from everyone's gonna have a different view opinion you know i i i came up with this silly uh silly line um perceptions are like lenses everyone has a different prescription um that's an optometry joke for you so you know, in this path, we're going to experience moments of questioning, you know, questioning what's what's good, what's right, what's wrong. Am I doing the right thing is, you know, is what's happening to me part of the plan or is it just is it just the next thing? And that's faith. That's faith in in the process. What's next? That's faith, too. You know, you don't. You don't ask what's next and then just jump right to, oh, well, let me go ask Joe Schmo or let me go ask so-and-so. No, you just have to know, follow, and listen because sometimes you get messengers. Sometimes things talk to you and uh, communicate the way in which uh, it really is. And that's faith. 
And sometimes it sucks. And I say that's the process. So you can dread it and you can hate it, but you must do it. And that can be the curse sometimes, is that there is no answer that will speak to your logical mind and you just have to give yourself to what is. You have to give yourself to the process because it's all part of your growth and your awakening to the place where you can love everybody without clinging to your perspective, your desires, and you need to be a specific person to handle that process, but it doesn't happen by accident. It's all available for you to experience when you're ready, when you're ripe, just like I said the other day. You can only experience it when you're ripe. And that may take your entire lifetime. It may only happen in the last couple of minutes of your life, but that is the process of waking to the reality and having an open heart and being the witness of compassion. Some people just, they don't live in that space of compassion and that's okay because um, for a lot of years, I don't think I did either. I, I used to look at people and if they were in some way foolish or wrong or you know whatever however they were living their life in that moment i would scold them for being so <laughs> foolish but that's not that's not the path and that's not my path you know whatever somebody decides is their path and all you can do you know is Stop clinging to your idea of what they are because that is the other side of the open heart. Because you're so invested in somebody else and their view of you. And this is going out to LaDonna because she rocks. We had a good talk the other day. But when someone else is has an illusion about the way things are and they try to project that on you, you don't have to buy into what they're doing or what they're saying because that's not your game that's not your path and that's not your journey that is their journey to find out what they need to know to fulfill their own life it's not yours and you'll find that the more that you remove yourself from those concept and those ideas uh, the more free you'll be and similarly the more you'll find that other people's opinions don't affect you in the way that you would think. It is a blessing and a curse, but it is all perfect. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you have enjoyed this nice talk, The Blessing and Curse of the Open Heart. If you guys enjoyed, please do follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We are available 
uh, I'll be making more episodes. And of course, um, these solo ones are fun. I've actually been invited to uh, join a Miss Tamika McTeer. Uh, I got to listen to one of her podcasts, and it's so funny because a lot of what she, she was saying with uh, her guest, Kimberly, really resonated with what I had just talked about the other day. Um, Tamika's podcast, Ageless Conversations, is available wherever you get your podcasts, and I will be joining her. We're going to probably record next week, and then keep an eye out for that as it goes live. You can find her at Tamika McTeer, that's T-A-M-I-K-A-M-C-T-I-E-R, Tamika McTeer. Of course, I will have that link in the description, and thank you guys so much for your time. I have really enjoyed talking to you, and we will see you on the next one.